Hello, folks. It's Andy again, the analytical preacher. I mentioned in a previous podcast that when I tell folks I'm a minister, the most common question I get is, how do I know the Bible is true? How do I choose the Bible over other religious options? So we discussed that answer before. The second most frequent question that I get when folks find out that I'm a minister and I explain to them how we know that the Bible is true, how we know that the Bible is the Word of God, their next question is, do we take the Bible literally? Yes or no? Now, I don't like answering that with a yes or no question. If you force me to give you a one-word answer, do we take the Bible literally? I would say yes. But here's the actual answer. Think about the Bible. And remember, it was written across more than a thousand years, dozens and dozens and dozens of different writers, all inspired by God to write. But they were writing in different times, and they were writing for different purposes, and they were writing to different audiences. Think about the Bible sort of this way. As you would have a conversation, say, with your family over the course of a few days or weeks or months, and if you think about it that way, it makes a lot of sense. Sometimes we're having very direct conversation about actual historical things. Sometimes we're kind of joking and playing around. Sometimes we're reading poetry or we're singing or we're writing song lyrics together. Other times, uh, we may be trying to describe something to someone that they haven't yet seen or experienced. And so what we're trying to do is relate it to something that they do understand. That's the best way to think about the Bible. So the Bible is true, and it is to be taken literally, yes. Uh, so for example, there's all sorts of historical books in the Bible. The book of Genesis and Exodus and Numbers and Deuteronomy in the New Testament, you get the Gospels and the book of Acts that describe the uh, acts of Jesus and his followers, etc. Those That's literal history, and it's to be taken as literal history. But there are things in the Bible uh, you think about the Proverbs. The Proverbs are not like the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, thus says the Lord, thou shalt not do this. That's not how the Proverbs are to be taken. In fact, Solomon writes in the very first chapter of Proverbs, I'm writing these common sense sayings down to give people who are interested in it a little more wisdom so that you kind of better understand how things are going to go. So when Proverbs says something like, um, a wise person who works diligently and stores up for a cold winter, you know, will never go hungry. That's not actually promising that everybody that works hard at their job will never, ever miss a meal and go hungry. It's not that kind of a promise, literal promise from God. A proverb is a wise saying, just like your parents would say. I think you'll always be better off if when you get some money, you take a little bit of it and you save it instead of spending it all the moment that you cash your paycheck. And that way, you should end up not being in need, not being in want, always having money to pay for unforeseen things on a rainy day. Okay, that doesn't mean that every child ever is not going to have an unforeseen issue that they can't pay for. It's just a good common sense saying. So you think about Proverbs that way. The Psalms are literally a book of songs, a book of poems that the Hebrew nation used. And so think about Psalms as you would think about reading poetry. Think about Psalms the way you would think about singing a song. And so in the Psalms, they may speak about God's love is deeper than the ocean or higher than the mountain or things like that. And people go, well, how am I supposed to take that literally? That's nonsense. No, it's not nonsense. It's beautiful poetic language. That's how it was written. 
And that's how it's to be taken. And then, of course, there's prophecy in the Bible. So imagine you go to some remote place and they've never seen a phone. They've never seen a cell phone. And you're trying to explain to someone from a totally different culture in a totally different time that has no experience with telecommunications what a cell phone is, how it works, and what it does. You would have to desperately try to explain cell towers and cell phones to them using concepts and language that they understood. That's how we would view prophecy in the Bible. So when sometimes a prophet is simply saying, the nation of Israel or the nation of Judah will be captured by this enemy in war. And that's exactly what happens. They're captured by the enemy in war because it's talking about a prophecy that's going to happen in the next, say, 50 years or 100 years. But when you get to some of the, when Isaiah writes in chapters 65 and 66 about the new heaven and the new earth, or when John writes in Revelation uh, chapters 20 and 21 and 22 about the new heaven and the new earth, they're explaining things all through Revelation, really. John is explaining things that would be almost impossible for us to understand And so he's using prophetic language, symbolic language. Jesus does the same thing in Matthew 24 when he talks about um, people will see him coming on the clouds and all this sort of stuff. Jesus is trying to describe something that's in the future that's difficult to understand uh, and to process in terms that we know today. And so there are things in the Bible where it's clear prophecy. Someone speaking for God is predicting the future. Remember, God said that's how we verify his word, that the predictions about the future come true. God, of course, told the prophet Isaiah, my predictions will always come true because I literally know the end from the beginning. So I don't have a problem uh, making uh, hundreds and hundreds of predictions. I know they'll always come true. Um, but sometimes when we read prophecy, we have to read it as this is very symbolic language. So do we take the Bible literally? The answer is yes. The historical portions of the Bible are historical writings to be taken literally. Proverbs are good common sense sayings that help move us along. Ecclesiastes is just a person reflecting back on their life going, I wish I had been more God focused. I now see that nothing really matters except God and my relationship with him. The Psalms are poems and song lyrics, etc. And we always have to be aware when we look at prophecy that we don't take it too literally. What is being predicted, of course, that Jesus will come back, that the world uh, will have a tribulation before it does, uh, etc., that the, the the current uh, heaven and earth will be uh, destroyed by fire and will be recreated as new heaven and earth. Those things will happen because God's prophecies always come true. Um, and we have faith in that. But exactly the description of how it happens, we have to remember that that's very symbolic and prophetic language that's being used in those cases.